Hey friends, welcome back to the special kind of motherhood podcast. Have you been looking at trying to switch to eating cleaner foods? Maybe you've been looking at trying to get rid of the amount of processed foods in your home. And really the solution to that is that you want to cook more from scratch or just make more of your foods at home versus buying processed foods. But what you're finding is that it feels like you're going to have to spend your entire day cooking if that's what you decide to do and you don't have the time to do that. Well, I want to share with you today some different ways that I have found to save time in the kitchen when you are switching out and starting to cook more from scratch. Let's go ahead and get started. Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. This podcast is for moms who are parenting differently able children. Maybe you desire to switch to a more natural lifestyle to improve your family's health, but you have no idea where to start. You're longing for more routines and time, but every time you try to implement those tips that you've spent hours researching, you realize that they don't work for your family dynamics. Hi, I'm Ashley. In this podcast, we will focus on implementing routines, switching to a more natural lifestyle, and uprooting those old mindsets that are keeping you stuck so that you can plant yourself firmly in the truth that Jesus offers you. Our focus will be on creating small, customizable changes that will build upon one another over time to create real impact in your life. If you want to hear from a mama who has been raising several children with special needs and who knows how important it is to do this in a way that's sustainable and that doesn't add to your overwhelm, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, reheat that coffee for the third time, and let's go. Okay, so you have this desire to clean up the ingredients that you have in your home and you're wanting to offer your children better quality food. Maybe it's because you've started to realize that this can have different effects that you didn't realize before. It could be because you're dealing with some kind of food sensitivity, some kind of food allergies, some kind of health issue. There are so many different reasons that we can decide. And for me, honestly, it was actually all of those things. And I remember as I started to switch For one thing, whenever I was kind of going through this, I also had to cut out a bunch of foods out of our diet because we had discovered that we had several different food allergies or food sensitivities amongst several members in my family. And so not only was I trying to switch to better quality food and making sure that we were getting rid of the processed food, but on top of that, I was also having to take out a a bunch of stuff out of our diet that we were used to eating. And what I want to say first and foremost is to make sure as you're doing this that you do this in a small, manageable way. Like I always say, start small and move forward. For me, because it was an issue of, hey, my myself and some of my children are actually having issues and having reactions to these foods, it was not something that I could necessarily do slowly. It was like, we've got to get this done. It's just going to be taken care of and that's the end of it. And so it really was a struggle. But what I have found is that because of that, over the years, I have really discovered these ways to save myself time and to still offer myself and my family good quality foods without feeling like, oh my goodness, I have to spend three or four hours a day cooking and I don't have three or four hours a day to cook. Because I remember that feeling of overwhelm and like, how am I going to feed these people? On top of that, it was like, I had these children who had a lot of food aversions and they just struggled a lot with trying new foods. And so I was having to take away a lot of the stuff that they were eating. And I just had to get really creative. I mean, you know, it was a struggle. I'm not saying that I navigated this perfectly. There have been times it has been a struggle. I feel like it was honestly trial by fire, but we have really gotten into a good routine. And as I've shared before, part of that journey has been starting to grow food in our backyard. And, you know, I smiled so much to myself. It was just a few days ago. We were out and my kids were playing in the backyard. And one of my children, who really is not typically open to trying new foods, 
had gone back and picked some blackberries out of our garden. And he was just walking around in the in the backyard eating blackberries with the blackberry juice just dripping down his chin. And I was like, this is why I do this. Well, on the days whenever I'm like, oh my goodness, I do not want to have to go weed this bed or I do not want to have to go out and water the garden. I don't have the time. It's those moments that remind me, okay, this is why I do this. And I will share some of those episodes below in the show notes if you want to listen to those about gardening with my kids. But it just, you know, I remember just feeling so overwhelmed. And so it has taken me years. That's what I want to say. It has taken me years. But along the way, I have learned these different things that really can help me. And I want to also say this is going to be very specific to you because we probably don't eat the same things that you eat. But this might give you some ideas that you can really just use as a springboard as like kind of like a way to get creative and make it your own for whatever it is that you do for your family. And the first thing that I want to say is that so for my kids, like for instance, I have some granola type bars that I make for my kids that have like protein powder and chia seeds and all this stuff in it, especially for one of my children who doesn't eat a lot of variety. I'm basically using these bars to pack as much nutrition in them as I can. And so like another thing would be my children love, I will pop popcorn for them. So popcorn or yogurt, these things that my kids eat pretty much on a daily basis, I try to batch make those when it's possible. So like I may not do it all in one single day because a lot of times it can feel very overwhelming. Like, oh, I have to spend an entire afternoon batch cooking a bunch of food and that feels overwhelming. So that's not usually what I do. What I do is like if I'm going to make my kids bars, then I just make a triple batch of the bars. Or if I'm going to go pop popcorn, I will make a quadruple batch of the popcorn and I will store it so that there's enough to last us the next several days. And it's the same with yogurt which I have started buying yogurt. Actually, I found some great quality grass-fed yogurt. But before that, I made our yogurt and I would just make like a gallon's worth so that we would have it. I was already making it anyways. So that's my point is really utilize the things that you know yourself or your kids are going to need to consume every day or want to consume every day. If you're already making it, just take the extra time to double, triple, quadruple, whatever you need for that specific thing to last you several days so that you're already doing it. You're doing that task one time and then you're not having to repeat it again or even think about it again for hopefully. I mean, my goal is often a week. Sometimes we don't make it that far, but at least five days. I would love to not have to think about it again for another five days because my thought is if I do that on the weekend then that gets me through until the next weekend if I can get it to last through the week. Because I tend to have a little bit more time whenever it is the weekend. I have a little bit more flexibility because my husband is home. We're not running to therapy or doing this or doing that or whatever. And so another thing that I actually like to batch cook is ground beef. We will use ground beef pretty frequently. So whenever I buy it, I will actually just get a bunch of it and I will just brown it all up. Then I will freeze it in whatever serving size. So like for us, we might do like a pound. I will freeze it in different like pound portions. It's already cooked and ready to go because it's already ground up and broken up. It thaws out very, very quickly. I don't even have to worry about browning it. I can just throw it into dishes. Like it's quick to make chili. It's quick to make soup, to make tacos, to make some kind of Mexican dish, whatever, spaghetti. There are so many different things. And again, I'm, I would have already been making, browning some of that ground beef whenever I was going to cook dinner. So instead of that, I will just take like 
10 pounds and I will brown it all at once. And then I'll just throw it in the freezer and it will be ready to go. This has also been really helpful because like if I'm caught, I'm caught in the middle of something else and my husband's going to do dinner instead, it gives him easy options that he can just pull out and quickly figure out something to put together. And I feel like that just makes it a lot easier. It's also nice because when you know you have that ready to go, it kind of helps you to resist that temptation to just grab something like if you were to eat out or to grab something at the store to quickly come home and make because you know you already have ingredients that are it's really not going to take that long to throw something together. And so that has been really helpful for me in resisting that urge to buy something that you know, often we try to convince ourselves that it would take less time, but usually it actually would be less time for us to cook the food, even if we had to brown the beef right then and there. But just having that already browned and ready to go, it just helps my mind to say, okay, this isn't going to take anywhere near as long. Another thing that I like to do is I will make gluten-free pancakes for some of my kids. And my husband has like one of those big, it's not a Blackstone, but it's very similar, uh, griddles that he we can cook a large quantity of food on at, at one time. And so that actually kind of expedites the process as well. Because I don't know about you, but I think one of the most painstaking things ever is to make a large batch of pancakes and then sit there and flip them one at a time. It takes forever. Um, so I'm so thankful for my husband's griddle. And so what I will do is I will just, again, like quadruple the batch and I will just hand my husband the batter bowl and he will go out and it will not take him very long at all. He will cook up all of the pancakes and then I will bring them in and I will freeze them individually. Like make sure that they're frozen through so they don't stick together. Sometimes when I'm feeling lazy, I honestly don't even freeze them individually. I just throw them all into a freezer bag and I throw them in the freezer and then I pull them apart, break them apart whenever a child wants a pancake. However, that's going to give you an option for something. Again, you can make sure you're getting some kind of good quality flour that you are using. You get to control what kind of oil you're using so you're not using some kind of inflammatory oil. You get to have more control than just buying the pre-made pancakes that you would at the store. Plus, it's going to save you money and you can just throw them in the freezer, have them ready to reheat whenever a child wants one. And that's worked really well for us because I can make a lot at one time. We can have breakfast for that morning and then we have breakfast to last however long it lasts. And then we'll just do it again when we start to run out. And that has worked really well for us. You could also do this with like waffles, French toast, all of those types of things. Prepare a bunch ahead of time. Just for me, it's all about batch doing things as much as possible. And you're going to notice this theme. And that's why I said Try to look at this idea and then tweak it to your specific life. What can you, if you're already doing it now, what can you do more of when you're already going to be doing it to save yourself time later? Another thing that I like to do, and this also involves my husband's griddle, is I will, and my husband will do it sometimes too, is he will put like a bunch of like sausage or bacon or something like that on the griddle, cook it up. Then we will scramble up a bunch of eggs, have plenty to last for several mornings so that we can just reheat them. And then that helps a lot during like the rush of the weekday. And you're not having to get up and either once get breakfast because you run out of time or you're feeling like you're scrambling trying to find something to eat you just already have some kind of breakfast which is good rich protein heavy breakfast you can I often will throw like carrots or some kind of veggie in there with it I love we have some Swiss chard or actually no sorry it's rainbow chard that is in one of my planters and it's right outside of our back door and I have been loving 
having rainbow chard with my scrambled eggs in the morning. Another thing I love love to put with like scrambled eggs and bacon would be like avocado, something like that. But just figuring out what it is that you have for breakfast a lot. And could you, if you're going to go ahead and make breakfast for like Saturday morning or Sunday morning, could you go ahead and just make quite a bit extra that will last you for several mornings to come so that then that's not even in your mind anymore. You're not stressed out thinking the next morning, what are we going to eat for breakfast or what am I going to eat? Or if your child is suddenly hungry and says that they they want something, you can just pull out a pancake or give them, warm up some scrambled eggs. Just something like that. It's just going to alleviate the amount of stress that you have and that tendency to feel like we have to be in the kitchen all the time because we have stuff already ready to go that isn't going to take long at all to go ahead and have on a plate and ready to eat. Another thing that I like to do is actually to cook up a few meals. I actually tend to do this on Sunday, but I will make up like two different meals basically and make a pretty large quantity of them so that then my husband and I can have them for leftovers for like if my husband wants to take that for lunch or something like that. But then also because of the way our week works, I tend to work on my podcast or like some different classes I'm taking. I do those typically on Monday and Tuesday evenings because that's the time that I have to do them. So for me, if on Sunday I am making up quite a bit of extra food, then like Monday evening when really when my husband gets off work, I need to start working on my own stuff. I'm not having to worry or stress about what we're going to eat for dinner. Now, if my husband wants to make something totally separate, and he often does, then he will just go ahead and do that. But as far as like, oh my goodness, we have nothing to eat, that's not a stress or worry. It's like, oh, okay, well, I made all of this extra stuff and we have it in there. And so I encourage you to look at your schedule because for you, it may not be a Sunday that that is when you really need it, but just kind of look at your own natural groove and like when do you feel the most stressed or like it's the hardest for you to actually get dinner on the table and when are you already going to be before that when are you already going to be making a meal could you go ahead and make extra could you go ahead and make two different meals have those ready to go even if you don't completely cook it just get the stuff like if you're going to make like a casserole or something just go ahead and get the stuff all put together and then that next night you could just put it in the oven and have it ready to go. You could do it so many different ways. And so I just encourage you to kind of have a little bit of that foresight and just planning ahead and thinking, okay, I know for me, like I know Monday and Tuesday, it's harder for me to both take care of the garden, take care of kids, get my work done and make sure dinner is ready to go. And while yes, my husband is more than happy to cook, I know it relieves stress on him as well if he's not trying to take care of the kids and also help me with the garden while I'm trying to work on stuff. And then he's also trying to figure out how to cook, what to cook for dinner, not how to cook. He knows how to cook, but what to cook for dinner. And so it just creates a lot less stress in our house whenever I am planning ahead and just making sure we have something ready to go, or at least having something that's like a really quick meal that can just be quickly thrown together, which again, that's where that pre-cooked frozen ground beef really, really helps because even if I haven't had time to plan ahead, I've still got something quickly I can pull out. So it really just all works together. It's just doing these little things and just taking an extra 10 or 15 minutes. Slowly over time, you're going to start to build up a little bit of a, a, well, almost what I would call like a safety net to where you have the stuff that you can quickly pull out and make something out of it that's not going to take forever and feel like you are just constantly in your kitchen all of the time. And the last thing that I want to say about this is that obviously a large 
portion of what I have suggested is honestly using leftovers, which I, my family and I, we have no problem whatsoever eating leftovers. And I do want to encourage you to find ways if you have your family or yourself, you just feel like you don't really like leftovers, then maybe you find a way to repurpose those leftovers into something else to where you don't feel like you're eating the same thing over and over again. That's a great way to do it, like taking a roast, cooking it, and having it as roasted potatoes, and then maybe you use the roast to make some kind of sandwich out of it. You could definitely repurpose these things so that it does not feel like you're eating the same thing over and over. For us, it typically, you know, we might eat that thing twice, so it doesn't really feel that redundant. And then again, that's where me on Sunday making two different things, we have the option to be able to switch things back and forth where it does not feel like, oh my goodness, I'm so sick of eating spaghetti or whatever, because you have that little bit of variety. But also, I just want to encourage you if you do feel that kind of resistance to using leftovers, just to remind yourself that you can get very creative with doing it. And I think over time, you start to really value the fact that Really, it's helping you to lower food waste, which is extremely important. Not only, obviously, it's just us being good stewards of the things that God has provided us with, but then also it can be a great way to lower your grocery bill, to just save more in the budget whenever you are making sure that as you are buying the food, you are using it all to the fullest extent possible and you're not throwing anything out. And so I just want to encourage you. If that's something you kind of feel like you have a little bit of a struggle or maybe your family might have some resistance to, just to try to find some ways that you could do this in small ways or to get creative with how could you repurpose those things so it doesn't even feel like you're eating the same thing again. It is absolutely possible to do it and still feel like you're eating something new. Just get super creative. I would love to hear from you if there's something that you're going to start doing moving forward as far as these different tips I've suggested. If one of them really resonated with you, how are you going to tweak it to your specific family? How's that going to look for you moving forward? Come join us over in our free Facebook community. I will share the link down below in the show notes and just share with us how this is going for you and what it's going to look like for you as you are trying to save time in your kitchen while still making home cooked meals. I have so enjoyed chatting with you guys. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will see you back next time. Hey, before you go, if you found value in today's episode or you learned something new, would you take a minute to share with someone else that you know would be blessed by it? I would also love it if you would leave me a review. This lets me know that you're enjoying the show and I love hearing from you. You can connect with me further over on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constantly in prayer. Romans 12, 12.